RadioInfluence.com. Former longtime public school teacher Rebecca Friedrichs exposes the communist infused teachers' unions and provides solutions to get rid of them on this episode of United Patriots Uprising with Gary Benford. I'm your host, Gary Benford. Thanks for joining us. This podcast is available at RadioInfluence.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hope you subscribe to it, leave a rating and a review, and be sure to tell your friends about the show. Here's a direct quote from a book each and every American should read. In fact, I wish there was some way to make it mandatory reading. Quote, get control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism. Soften the curriculum. Get control of teachers' associations. End quote. That statement may not sound familiar to you, but you cannot deny the results. It's happened, friends. For the record, that quote is from the book The Naked Communist, written by W. Cleon Skousen, a former FBI agent who infiltrated the Communist Party here in the United States. It's listed as the 17th on a long, long list of goals the communists set to take over America. Oh, one more thing. The book was written in 1958. Please let that sink in. Rebecca Friedrichs had no idea this is what she signed up for when she became a public school teacher nearly three decades ago. If you think that quote paints a bad picture, it's far worse now. Our public school system is on life support. I truly believe what you're about to hear needs to be circulated nationwide to parents of school-aged children. So let's get into it. First and foremost, she wants us to know she is a lover of Jesus Christ. Amen to that. The wife of Charles Friedrichs and mother of two grown sons, Kyle and Benjamin. A public school teacher of 28 years who was forced to fund unions whose politics and divisive tactics degraded her profession, our schools, and our national character, she finally said, I'm not taking this anymore and decided to fight back. Her Friedrich versus California Teachers Association lawsuit brought with 10 other teachers was argued before the U.S. Supreme Court in January of 2016 and blazed the trail for ending forced unionism for all teachers and government employees in the United States. Many of us remember the night she burst onto the national politics scene with a riveting speech at the 2020 Republican National Convention. Walking through the now open political door, her editorials are carried in nationwide outlets. She appears regularly on radio and television and hosted a PragerU video. She authored the book, Standing Up to Goliath, an expose of corrupt and abusive unions, is a producer of the documentary, Whose Children Are They?, and along with her husband, founded for kids and country through which they educate and empower Americans to abandon unions so we can restore our republic. Part of a growing movement to restore the voices and authority of parents and teachers in American schools, I welcome back to the show a mighty warrior and champion for our children, Rebecca Friedrichs. 
Hello, Rebecca. Hello, Gary. I I am so delighted to be here, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. Well, you've you've earned it, and you've deserved it. Deserve it because you have been a champion to so many people. In fact, you know it's been a while. Uh, April of 2022 since you first came on and lit up the airwaves here. But I want to start by taking you back in the day, back to when you first became a teacher in a public school. If I had told you back then that down the line, you would become a national leader in the charge to reinstitute proper education for our kids while exposing and combating the stranglehold the Marxist teachers unions had on them as well as teachers, what would you have said to me? (laughs) I never would have believed you, not in a million years. All I ever wanted to be was a mommy and a teacher. And, and I had planned on homeschooling my own kids. I didn't think I would continue in the classroom for such a long time, but I en- ended up being a single parent for a long time. And so I had to, you know, put food on the table. I never would have dreamed, I, you know, I love little children. I absolutely adore teaching. I taught kindergarten through fourth grade. I miss those little kids so much it hurts. I, I never dreamed that I would do anything else except educate children and, and my own my own children. But, you know, horrible things were happening in our schools. And, um, you know, I was always pushing back on the horrible things. Gary, when I was a student teacher, you know, before I got my first job as a teacher, I witnessed a teacher who was abusing the children every day. You know, she'd grab them and scream at them. And she was doing this on full display on the playground every day. And, and I couldn't understand why she was allowed to get away with that. And I talked to my master teacher and she's the one who told me it's the teachers unions. They're defending this woman's job. And it wasn't just the tenure. It was collectively bargained grievance procedures that were making it impossible for the school district to do the right thing, protect the children, fire this lady and bring in an excellent teacher. And I watched as that lady taught until she chose to retire for a really long time. She taught little first graders and abused them. And so I thought that was wrong. And so I always pushed back throughout my entire career. I was always pushing back on the unions. They're always on the wrong side of history. They're always for doing what's wrong for children and families, wrong for our country. And, you know, about halfway into my career, I I even stepped up as a union rep, Gary, because I was forced to pay them as a condition of employment. So I thought I'm going to get involved and try to change things from the inside. And I did that for three years. And I was not able to change one solitary thing, but I was bullied by them a lot. And I saw the corruption on the inside. And so I guess if you would have asked me when I was a first year teacher, if I would ever end up being in the place I am today, exposing unions, well, I was always a Christian woman. So if you would have told me on day one, hey, you're going to win witness evil. You're going to witness a demonic agenda that's being pushed by these so-called teacher unions. You're going to witness that they're not really for teachers. They're not really a union. They're an education mafia. You're going to witness your friends and colleagues and students being damaged. You're going to witness your country falling apart. And it's all the fault of these unions. Well, if you had told me all that, if I'd have known that information ahead of time, I think I would have said, absolutely, I'm going to end up standing up against this. But I never saw it coming when I was a young teacher. Yeah, I don't know. I could understand that because you could have lived the so-called good life, a wife, two children, chilling in California, or at least trying to do that. (laughs) So whatever possessed you to finally take up this fight, because you really, you finally, you got on in on the inside. And I assume what you saw when you started going to some of these uh, big meetings uh, changed your life. It did, Gary. And and the short answer for what what possessed me to do it? God. 
it was hundred percent God. So I, you know, I start every morning in the scriptures and at the time that I was, you know, teaching before I took on the unions every morning, I would get up at 4 AM and get myself ready. And then I would do my little Bible study and I had to be on the road by 6 AM to get to work. And, um, that time with the Lord in the morning changed me. I, I mean, it changes anybody who does it, but I'll never forget the day I was just doing, just doing a Bible study. And there was a little question in the study and it said, is there something that the Lord's been asking you to do and you have not obeyed him either because you're afraid or because you think you can't do it or whatever, you know, whatever excuse you had. And I answered honestly, yes, there's something. What is it? And my answer was, I'm supposed to be writing for God's glory. I'm supposed to be using my talent mm -hmm. of writing and I haven't been doing it. So I promised right there in the Bible study that as soon as I, as God put the opportunity in front of me, I would write for his glory. And I, I start looking, okay, what am I supposed to write? Well, I didn't have to look very far. A couple days later, I'm reading in the newspaper and there's this horrible article about how wonderful the teachers union is. Oh, they're so great. It was all lies. And I'm sitting there complaining about it. Well, for years I'd been complaining about these articles. For years, my husband had said, write a rebuttal, write a rebuttal. And I never did. But because of my promise to God in my Bible study, I'm complaining. My husband goes, write a rebuttal. And I looked at him and I said, okay, I will. And I marched to my computer and I started writing a rebuttal. And I never dreamed anything I wrote would be picked up. But you know what? When God asks you to do something, it, I love the, the quote from um, John Quincy Adams. Duty is ours. Results are God's. So it was my job to do it. It was my duty to write the editorial. It was God's job on where it was going to end up. Well, God showed himself faithful because I wrote, I didn't even know, Gary, how long an editorial was supposed to be. And I didn't know how to submit an editorial. Um, I ended up writing to the letters to the editor of my local paper and just wrote this lame note. Hey, I wrote an editorial to rebut this guy. And, um, you know, Will you please send it to the right department? And anyway, by God's grace, my editorials started getting printed and they were picked up on all sorts of national platforms uh, via the internet. So God blessed the the obedience to uh, to his to his word and to his ask of me. And um, that's how I got involved. That's how I got started. Okay. Now I know I have a lot of uh, people and, and we'll talk about this on several different levels, but I have a lot of people, college educated friends, former friends who are teachers, a lot of people uh, who, you know, are involved in unions in general as government jobs or teachers association. And a lot of parents who send their kids to school and they're saying, well, Rebecca, it's a great thing that you did that you follow the Lord. But what the heck is wrong with the teachers union? What, what, what's the problem here? What, what, what's your beef? You, you say you have one, but I don't see what's wrong with them. Don't they take care of our kids, take dues and use the money for good causes? Aren't they responsible for all of this great stuff that we're seeing with all the trends and all this and that and this and taking creation out and evolution? You know, what's the problem with teachers union? <laughs> well, if you want to understand the root cause of every single disaster that's going on in America, look no further than the so-called teachers unions. So what's the problem with them? They aren't really representing teachers 
and they aren't really a union in the traditional sense. I call them an education mafia because what they're really doing is they're using teachers and other educators and bus drivers and everybody who's paying these unions. They're using them as pawns to fund a radical Marxist communist agenda to destroy than a constitutional free republic called America. I think all of your friends who probably think the unions are okay probably really love and cherish their freedoms. They probably don't want to be controlled by a communist regime. They probably don't want to lose their freedom of speech. Um, They don't want to lose any of their constitutional freedoms. Well, the so-called teachers unions, the education mafia, their goal is to take away your freedoms. And, you know, how are they doing that? Well, whenever communists want to take over a country, they always start by attacking the children. Their goal is to get into the schools and manipulate and indoctrinate and propagandize the children. We see that happening on large scale. No one can deny that's happening. It's been going on for decades. Uh, The unions were, the National Education Association was started in 1857. So they've been up to this for a long time. They got their great great stronghold in the 1960s. And they have removed prayer from our schools. They've removed the Bible uh, Bible uh, instruction from our schools. The Bible can still be in your classroom. Um, they've removed, uh, we used to have the Ten Commandments on every wall in our classrooms. We weren't teaching religion. We were ter- teaching virtue because a virtuous people are the only people that can be free. You have to be well-educated and moral in order to self-govern. So what did these unions do? They infiltrated our schools. They told us they were a union. They told us they were there to give us a raise and a pension and all this other stuff. But what they've really done is used us to undermine educational excellence, to make our children stupid and propagandized and to make our children immoral. All of this LGBT, transgender, um, this whole agenda, your parents didn't know your gender. You're going to figure it out from a spectrum of genders. The unions are 100 percent behind all of that. They're behind the critical race theory. They're behind open borders and defunding police. Uh, They're behind the globalist agenda. You name the nightmare we're facing and the so-called teacher unions are behind it. Even the school shootings can be uh, connected to the policies that have been written and pushed by these so-called unions. They pushed policies through the Obama. They put Obama in office. Obama is definitely against America. All you have to do is look at his policies and his behavior to figure that out. They also put Biden into office. Uh, But when Obama was in office, the unions wrote these policies and Obama approved uh, these racial equity discipline policies. Ever since those entered our schools, you can't properly discipline children anymore and our schools have become war zones. So teachers are thinking, why is my classroom a war zone? Your union's the reason your classroom's a war zone. Why is it that I'm on put on leave and I'm harassed because I won't use all these pronouns or because you know a kid hit me in the face and nobody's taking care of me? That's all the fault of your so-called union. So um, if you if people want to know more, they go to forkidsandcountry.org. It's our website. Click on, um, uh, I think it's called Union Politics. Yeah, click on Union Politics. You can see four years worth of the uh, new business items that the National Education Association passes. You will be shocked. Any business item that a good teacher like myself comes up with and says, hey, let's make sure teachers are qualified to teach in their subject area. Let's make sure they're professional. The union knocks those down. They won't pass them. But if it's a, a new business item to promote the trans agenda, to open the borders, to hate on President Trump, to close charter schools, 
to do all these, you know, hurtful things, then they're all passed by the unions. So they are the, the main thing people need to understand is the teachers unions are not who they claim to be. Neither are most of the other government unions who are running the CDC, the DOJ, the FBI, the DMV. You name the agency and institution. If it's unionized, it's likely run by a corrupt mafia type uh, union. So it's really important that people awaken to the fact that government unions aren't really unions and stop paying them. Don't have to pay them anymore because we sued them and won you the right to stop paying them. We'll get into that in a minute, but that is the irony here. If they hadn't forced you to pay dues and it was going for abortion and they send money to everything that that we wouldn't want them to send, they've never sent anything to a Christian-based organization. If they hadn't demanded you pay them up the kazoo and force you to, you would have never gotten to Sacramento to see what? I don't know what you mean about Sacramento. Was it Sacramento? Where was it where where you started going to the state teachers' meetings where you saw what oh. was going on? Was that oh, Sacramento okay. or did I have the uh, wrong no. city? Yeah, no, actually, they have those meetings all over the place. And the first time I went to a state level California Teacher Association meeting, it was actually in Palm Springs at oh. a very fancy hotel, by the way. And I'll tell you what I saw there. And, and I, I hope some teachers are listening. I hope some teachers that think the unions are OK are listening because my, my husband and I went. This is when I was a, a union rep and I was truly, honestly trying to change things from the inside. I wasn't yet fully aware that the unions were completely corrupt. I thought maybe, you know, if I came with some common sense that they would want to work together to do what was right for teachers and kids. But what happened was my husband and I show up to this fancy hotel and uh, the, the first thing we walk into the this huge conference room where they told us to check in for the teacher union, um, meet, uh, the annual meeting and um, a leadership meeting. And we look around and Gary Every expo table was full of Planned Parenthood, Rainbow This, you know, Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network, all this political, sexual political agenda uh, type uh, information. None of it was, you know, books for teachers who want to do a great job teaching math or what is nothing like that. What year was this? Uh, let's see. I was a union rep during the Obama administration. It was probably like 2010, mm-hmm. but I'm not exact. 29, 2010. It's in my book. I definitely label the year in my book. Um, so anyhow, uh, we see all of this. And so we go up to the lady and we said, you know, we think we're in the wrong place. We're looking for a <laughs> teacher union meeting. Can you direct us? She goes, oh, you're in the right place. Welcome. You know, signs us in. And she says, oh, you know, we're having all these gatherings in the hotel rooms. You're invited to join, um, you know, leaders in this suite, this suite. So we don't know better. My husband and I go up to this suite. Gary, in these suites was very expensive foods, open bar, all off the backs of teachers. Okay. Right. You're paying for it. This is where your dues are going. This is where the dues are going. And these union leaders are partying hardy, living a limousine lifestyle off the backs of middle-class teachers. And I saw it with my own eyes and they do this week after week all around the country. This was just the California meeting. You know, they have them in all 50 States and they were partying hardy. And when my husband and I went into the room, they just assumed that we all hate God 
They assume that we're all Democrats, radical far left Democrats, not your average classical Democrat. Um, and they assumed all these things about us. We were so offended. So immediately we left. We went into another room and we witnessed the exact same thing. So that was going on all over. Then when I went to the actual, you know, gatherings, um, you know, the classes and different things that they were offering all weekend, I was bullied all every time I asked for something to help my students. Like I wanted help with uh, special needs students. They wouldn't help us with anything. So finally, the last day we're all gathered in a room. I'd say there were 300 of us having breakfast and the National Education Association and California Teacher Association leadership were up on the stage and they said, we're going to open it up to questions. You teachers can ask any questions you want and we'll answer your questions. So this brave teacher stands up and she says, I'm here representing all the teachers in my district. We're really we're, we're disturbed that our dues money is going to politics. We don't want our dues money going to politics. We, you know, we just want to be represented. What can we do to stop this, you know, the money going to politics? Oh, my sit down God. and shut up. <laughs> uh-huh. But even worse, even worse. So these, these thugs come out, they just come out from the walls and they stand around this woman with their arms crossed, really intimidating. And they're hovering over her. And then the leaders on the stage, including Lily Eskelson Garcia, nasty lady that used to be the president of NEA, they start to harangue this woman and they basically tell her our politics are the only right politics. If you don't think like us, you're wrong. How dare you question us? And, and, you know, basically squashed this woman. She was terrified. All of us were terrified. Everyone in the room was dead silent. And to my forever shame, I was stuck to my chair and I did not get up and go rescue this woman. That was one of the things that was the last straw for me that I said, I have to fight these people. These are bullies. These are mafia people. And they are extremely damaging teachers and children. And so that was one of the things that inspired me to stand up and start speaking out. Well, I hear you. And it's a great thing of what you've done. But I can tell you, because I know there are people in 49 other states where the wheels are turning in their heads and saying, you live on the left coast. You live out and you live out in Weirdville. Uh, (laughs) What about the other 49 states? That's not going on with our NEA or our teachers associations. (laughs) Right. Oh, yes, it is. So I happen to have a lot of really wonderful friends uh, that I've met all over the country because I sued the unions, you know, and I was out there, all these teachers reached out to me. So I have a bunch of friends who still attend the National Education Association annual meeting. It's held all over the country and they supposedly represent the teachers in all 50 states and they gather together. They'll have 10,000 representatives show up and it's like a big DNC or RNC meeting and there'll be, you know, 50 televisions all around, big, you know, screens and people go up on the platform and they speak. Well, what happens at these NEA meetings is they pass about 150 to 200 new business items every year. I told you earlier the types of new business items they pass, things like uh, open borders and, uh, you know, attacks on President Trump and the whole LGBT agenda. You know, teachers are going to have to use the pronouns, all that kind of stuff. So they're 100 percent against teachers and kids uh, and our American values. But at the same time, my friends who, who attend, these are wonderful Christian people who care very much about the children. And they have been pushing back against this radical sex ed for over 20 years. What has happened to them while they've pushed back against that and other radical agendas of the teacher unions? Well, they've gone up on the platform, you know, in order, they had their chance, they'd go up and they'd speak. 
For example, uh, we think that this sex ed is, you know, it, it needs to be transparent. We need to tell parents about this. We need to give parents an option. Uh, we need to be more balanced. When they did that, they were booed off the platform. So what the NEA does is they hold up a big sign, like a poster board. And on one side, it says applause. On the other side, it's it like says, a TV Boo. game show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if they don't like what you say, they put the boo sign in front of your face and 10,000 quote teachers. There are a bunch of activists. Some of them are just terrified, but a lot of them are activists who've been plopped into our uh, classrooms. They're not true loving teachers like those who are called to the, to the profession, but they, 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 they booed. They booed them off the stage. As they were coming off the stage, a big thug blocked them to not let them get back to their seats. Then when they are pushing back on this at other times, they have been literally spit upon by union leaders and they have been barred from serving on committees. So these are teachers serving as reps, representatives for their fellow teachers at the national level. And, and if you do not agree with the agenda, the radical left, communist, sexualized, immoral, you know, anti-Christian, anti-America agenda, if you don't agree with that agenda of the NEA, you get squashed. Now, if you sit there quietly and put up with all of it, they're not going to say anything to you. But if you push back, you're squashed. And that's what happens at NEA meetings. It's been happening for decades. Uh, NEA is not there for teachers. They are against teachers. They are using teachers as pawns to fund a radicalized agenda. And just in case someone's listening and doesn't realize it, the NEA also bullied the PTA, the Parent Teacher Association. They bullied them so extremely in the 60s and 70s that the PTA took a stance of neutrality. So now the PTA is totally corrupt and run by the government unions, the, the education mafia. Don't join the PTA. I paid the PTA my whole career. I didn't know. I wasn't aware. I became teacher a PTA teacher rep. I started seeing all this corruption on the inside. When I pushed back on it, my principal pulled me off as PTA teacher rep and put the union rep in my place. So PTA is corrupt as the day is long. If you're in the PTA leave, you can start a PTO, parent teacher organization. You can just uh, go find their website, parent teacher organization, or you can just do something privately in your own community. Keep all the money local. Uh, the, it's just the, the whole educational um, uh, the whole thing is just corrupt. All the organizations, the ACLU, the Southern Poverty Law Center, the Planned Parenthood, they all have their tentacles in our schools. So um, it's, it's time for us to kick them out uh, and for now, remove our children from this mess. Uh, and teachers, you know, you can work with parents and help start one room schoolhouses or co-ops. We can help you with that, too, because we got to do something to get our kids and teachers out of this corrupt system. It's a, it's a total mess. W. Cleon Skousen, the former FBI agent in his book, The Naked Communist, warned us about this, that they, their goal back in 1958, which was way back before then, was get control of the teachers unions and use them as belt for transmissions yep. of socialism. Now, Rebecca, I need you to address the people caught in the middle, the people in the crossfire. I know many people who our public school teachers, as I said, and people who are married to public school teachers. Yeah. They get benefits from the teachers union, health insurance for themselves, discount family plans for their households. Without the unions, there is a fear of having to seek public sector health care insurance and what that would cost. How big of a problem is this and what would you say to those confronting or who may be confronting it? 
Yes. So this is a, this is a huge question that has a lot of different answers. So bear with me. So the first thing I want to say is my husband and I both were public school teachers, so we can relate to all these people uh, caught in the crossfire. I taught 28 years. My husband taught 42 years. I would still be teaching if it wasn't for the corruption. And if I didn't feel called by God to come out and expose it, we have teachers all within our family. Our aunt Jelaine, who lived to be 103 was a, a one room schoolhouse teacher for 46 years in Minnesota. So we have teach long, long line of public school teachers in our family. So first of all, we can relate to you. Secondly, we understand that the union is telling you that they are the ones that are getting you insurance and a pension and a break and all of those other things. But what they are not telling you is it is the union, the education mafia that is pushing for globalism and pushing for um, state funded uh, medical insurance so that you can't have your own private insurance anymore, or you can't go to a doctor that's going to give you good, you know, they want socialized medicine. It's very important for people to understand that the so-called teachers unions are socialist slash communist. They always have been, they've never hit it. If you start looking back into history, you will see that they never, you know, in our movie, we, we made a movie that launched last year called Whose Children Are They? We have testimony in there of a gentleman whose parents were public school teachers in the old days and they would march and protest with these signs that said, I forget something, uh, union number, blah, blah, blah of the communist party. They have never hit it. They've always been pushing this agenda. So if you are afraid that you're going to lose your health care, it's the fault of your union. They claim to be protecting you, but they're not. They are deceivers. They're propagandists. The second thing is they're, they have told you that you need to stay into their system because you need their pension. This is what communists always do. They make you fully dependent on their system. You need them for everything. You need them for your paycheck. You need them for your retirement. You need them for your health care. You need them for, your, for everything. So you would never dare blow the whistle on them or walk away or do anything like that because you're so in need of them. That is a whole, I mean, it's a communist ploy and Americans sadly fell for it. So, um, your pensions, let's just discuss your pensions really quick. You might not be aware your pensions are underfunded by trillions and trillions of dollars underfunded. President Trump was helping to fix that. They were starting to become a little stronger. The teacher unions destroyed Trump. They hated him. They helped get him out of office. The teacher unions helped with, uh, they only want mail-in ballots. They don't want people to check your ID when you vote. Why would the teacher unions want that? Because they want to have election fraud. That's why they're part of the fraud. So your unions are claiming they're helping you, but they're actually pulling the rug out from under you. So your pensions are underfunded by trillions. The one man, man whose policies were helping to heal them was pulled out of office by the unions and their friends. Now, what the other thing you need to know is, oh, surprise, surprise, the union leaders also have public pensions. They benefit from our pension system. But guess what? Their pensions are not underfunded. Their pensions are overfunded. I mean, all you got to do is see that these people that claim are for they're for you. Their pensions are overfunded. Yours are underfunded. Who do they really care about? They care about themselves and their power. So these unions are not who they who they claim to be. They are against the American way of life. They are against capitalism. They are against your private insurance. They are against your First Amendment right to free speech. They're against your First Amendment right to freedom of religion. They are against your uh, right to bear arms. They're against 
all of it. They're against America, anti-America, anti-God, anti-family. Those uh, 45 goals of the Communist Party that you were referencing earlier, Gary, that um, uh, W. Cleon Skousen exposed in his book, The Naked Communist, within those <clears throat> those um, those goals of the Communist Party lists most of the things that we are experiencing today. The sexualization of children, uh, the undermining of families literally says uh, to um, uh, to make families um, uh, basically they want the state to have control right. of the families. I can't mm-hmm. remember the wording right now, but um the unions are behind all of this. So it's time for people to understand. I know the unions told you they were your they were your savior. I know they told you that they were the good guy and they were protecting you from the bad guy. But they're liars working for the father of lies. And they have duped us for a really long time. We've all been hoodwinked and hijacked. Our profession's been hijacked. Our, all of our gov- government and agencies and institutions have been hijacked by these unions. Why is the CDC so corrupt? It's unionized. Why did the CDC have a backroom deal with the teachers unions to keep our schools closed, to keep our kids masked? Because the CDC and the teachers unions are unionized and they're working together against what's best for Americans. Why are they promoting these these uh, experimental shots that are killing people? Why are they forcing them on children? It's the union. It's the union every time. So it's just time uh, for folks to, to realize that that the unions aren't who they claim to be. That's why I call them an education mafia. And if they want to know more, Gary, I wrote a whole book about it called Standing Up to Goliath. We have a movie called um, Whose Children Are They? We have all kinds of toolkits and information for people. And people can find all of that information at um, forkidsandcountry.org. We also help people free of charge on how to get out of the unions, how to get the truth, all the lies you've been told. Teachers, especially, we can help you. We can tell... We have a toolkit that tells you the truth about what's really going on and that you don't need the union's liability insurance and you don't need the union to help you. You can get everything you need from independent sources a lot cheaper and without funding politics. Amen to that. Rebecca, as always, it's been wonderful speaking to you. Before I ask you to tell everybody how to get in touch with you, the final question is you say we need the help of all patriots to awaken teachers and government employees to abandon these unions to save America. What can we do? What can somebody who doesn't have a microphone or doesn't have a pen or doesn't have the ability to reach vast numbers of people, what can each person do to get involved in this fight? Thank you so very much for asking this question. They can do far more than they think they can do. Think about everyone you know, people you know in your neighborhood, in your church or or in your uh, synagogue or, I don't know, at your job, wherever you are. Think about the people you know and their families. You must know government employees. You must know a teacher or a DMV employee or a VA employee or a nurse that's unionized. There's so there's millions of unionized employees out there. Government union, not regular a private union, but government union. So think about those people, you know, put your arm around them, 
they might be mad at you at first because they've been taught that these unions are their friends, but put your arm around them and start educating them on the truth about these unions. That's why I wrote a book. That's why we made a movie. That's why we have a website to help you to discover the truth and to give you resources to share with these people so they can learn the truth. Right now in America, parents are waking up that there's a problem in our schools. And it's really obvious that there's an evil agenda in our schools. But what they don't know is that the unions are the ones behind the whole thing. So do you know some parents who have kids in the public schools or parents that are upset about what's going on in the schools, even if they're in private schools? You can put your arm around them too. So we call this adopting people. So we want you to adopt parents, teachers, government employees, anybody you know who cares, anybody who doesn't want children sexualized or divided by race or whatever it is that's bothering you. Educate them that the people, the root cause of all this evil is the so-called teacher unions and other government unions. Once they're educated to the truth, then we help them free of charge to abandon these unions. So if they're paying the unions, they're a government employee or they're married to a government employee or they have a friend who's a government employee, then they can help them come to our website for kidsandcountry.org and they just go to union exit. And we have a three-step process. If you're an educator, step one is you read our toolkit. So all of the lies they've told you will be answered. Other people can read that too, but it's specifically for teachers. Step two, we lead you to an interactive map of the United States. Every government union in the United States is on that map. You click on your union. We walk you through the process of leaving the union. Step three, uh, if you're an educator, you can get um, alternative liability insurance for a fraction of the cost of what the unions are charging you and it's better coverage. So we have all those things for you, as I said, free of charge. So we're asking you your homework to the audience and everyone has to do it. As as uh, uh, Steve Bannon would say, get off the couch. Everybody, every single person needs to take action and you don't have to have a big voice. You just have to know people and, and have the courage to talk to them. Awaken them about these unions. Even if they just read my book, they'll be so mad by the time they get to the end of my book, they'll want to take action. So it's adopt a teacher or any other government employee or anyone who cares and then help people get out of the unions. If you know a parent who's fighting at school boards, they can go to the school board meeting and, and tell people, hey, you teachers don't have to pay the unions anymore. So it's getting the word out. All the information they need is on our website at forkidsandcountry.org. And I am so glad, and I'm sure so many other people are, that you got off the couch. Uh, Rebecca, thank you very much. Please tell people how they can reach you and anything else you'd like to promote. Thanks. So well, the best way to reach us is our website for kidsandcountry.org. And most of our social media is there where you can just click on it. But we are on truth and getter and we're really trying to grow there we're very small there so if you can join us on truth and getter at for kids and country and we're also on facebook instagram and twitter but we're shadow banned on all of those i, I had the great honor of speaking at the 2020 rnc and was immediately shadow banned on on those three uh platforms but we still stay on and um so if you're on there please follow us at for kids and country and we're, we also have a youtube channel so just help us get the word out that would be the best thing you could do Come to our website. If you scroll down to the bottom uh, for kidsandcountry.org, please um, sign up for our newsletter um, or, you know, send us an email and we would just love to stay in touch with you. There you have it, Rebecca. And by the way, these people obviously don't fear God because our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, said, if you mess with these little ones, these little ones of mine, you're better off tying a millstone around your neck and throwing yourself into the sea. My friend and uh, probably somebody you may know, uh, Vince Everett Ellison said, 
I hope these liberals can swim. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? No kidding. I'll tell you what. Those unions are stoneworthy. They should have a millstone around their neck. What they're doing is unconscionable. The only word I have strong enough to describe their agenda is demonic. It's truly a demonic agenda. And Ephesians 5 tells us as Christians that we are not supposed to be a part of their darkness. We are supposed to expose it. And Ephesians 5 is one of the um, parts of scripture that the Lord used to convict me to really get in the fight and to expose these people. Um, We have to expose them. We have to stop paying them. If you're paying them or knowing anyone that's paying them, we have to stop giving our money to evil. So Gary, thanks so much for helping me to get the word out to your listeners today. And thank you very much for coming back on. There you have it, Rebecca Friedrichs. And boy, did she give us a lot of information. Thank you, Rebecca. And keep doing the Lord's work. I want to thank Rebecca Friedrichs for returning to the broadcast to further enlighten us as to what teachers unions really are about and why they must be disbanded, why we still have time to save our public schools. It's a fact that communists are running these unions for the specific reason to manipulate and indoctrinate our school kids to their destructive evil ideology. Got to put an end to this, America. This podcast is available for download at RadioInfluence.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hope to subscribe to it, leave a rating and a review, and be sure to tell your friends about the show. For first-time listeners, we hope you'll check out the podcast archive located on the page. You'll hear previous guests including Morgan Brittany, Monica Crowley, Kira Davis, Tom Del Beccaro, Jamie Glazoff, Mike Lindell, Pastor Jack Hibbs, Diamond and Silk, Jesse Holguin, Dr. Carol Lieberman, Kevin McGarry, Ben Carson, Kevin Sorbo. That's a wrap, folks. Thanks for joining us. So until the next time, this is your host, Gary Benford, saying God bless you, God bless your families, and God bless America. America.